football season is here. That means it's time to load up on some delicious ice-cold Coke. Pick up Coca-Cola from your nearest retailer today. There we go. We're here now. There we go. Recording. We are. Six hours. Recordings are deleted in six days. Woo! We had a six-hour podcast, and I forgot about it? Uh, No, that's, I guess, the max amount of recording Craig will do. Oh. Craig, don't want to mess with you too long. I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot of fucking talking. That's yeah. I can't I imagine. I think Rogan has done that. <laughs> I'm sure he has. There's probably yeah, there's six hours of him going. Whoa, whoa, really? yeah. whoa. whoa, that's crazy, man. Drugs, DMT. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's probably it's probably he has like the sober October recap oh, yeah. uh, episodes where it's like him and Bert, uh, Kreischer and <laughs> a few other people. Is it Kreischer? Kersher? I don't know. Shit, shit, I you don't should know. have a less weird name. <laughs> How dare he? <clears throat> but uh, hey, welcome everybody to Triple O Podcast. <laughs> Season 2 episode or session 12. Here we are. Yeah. We're here. Here we are. We are here. Uh, I am currently recovering oh, from yeah. the Rona. Yeah. Uh, you can't get that through headphones, I hope. I, can't, I don't think you can. I don't think it's okay. reached the digital frontier yet. <laughs> it's gone viral. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't even know how we got it, really. We've been safe. We wash our hands, wear masks. We don't go out a whole lot. Um, there's still places. Went to that one rave. Probably. Where there was just sweat dripping. She's like, ah, fuck masks. Yeah. I gotta dance. Well, you gotta wear a mask <laughs> at a rave, so that's... I mean, oh, that's yeah. Cool. Especially yeah. the goth green. Yeah. There ain't no, so, um, no free masking in the goth. They're probably the safest bunch. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? what pandemic? But yeah, so so here we are. Uh, I hope everybody else is staying healthy. Mm-hmm. I haven't got sick. Not good. Yeah. But if I did, I might not notice something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure you'll notice it. it I mean, we had really mild cases of it. We didn't have to go to like the hospital and get fucking intubated, so that's good. But uh-huh. you still fucking notice. <clears throat> Yeah, they got, got the black clothing power. Got the rona. <laughs> it's not a laughing matter. This is serious. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better. As are Me we all. Me too. Yeah. Being sick sucks in general. Let alone like some new thing. Yeah, and it's like they can't give you anything for it. We're like, cool. Do we get meds? And like, uh, no, just rest up and like take ibuprofen. Motrin. Yeah, so it was basically just treating the symptoms. Yeah. Like, oh, I've got a cough. Okay, cool. Take a anti-cough med, you know? Yeah. It was basically like we were taking Tylenol cold severe. Hmm. Did that help? It helped a little bit. Um, I would have a really bad headache a lot, and it helped with that, and then I think it kind of helped with my congestion. Nice. But, well, nice, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. So here we are. We're back. 
I mean, you sound good. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. It's been <laughs> almost two weeks of this. Probably two <laughs> weeks, actually, today. It just doesn't go away. Anniversary. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know what does sound good? Music. Some music. Music. It's been hard for me to focus on most music, but um, in the last day or two, I've been able to actually listen to some. And, nice. like, yeah. Not just have it on background and pay attention to it. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you want to start? Sure. Let's start. Okay. I'm going to start. Let's see. Uh, I'm going to go with, because I think that we might talk about the same band, maybe. But I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with this Rebel Wizard. Hey! Yeah, I was going to talk about them, too. Damn it! (laughs) Yeah, Rebel Wizard. Uh, I think I I I found these guys, and then I was like, hey, guy, you, you need to check this out. Mm-hmm. And they did. And they're very, and very did. good. They, uh, so good. Like, I don't know how, what, like, what they do shouldn't be possible. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah, have, like, a strange mix of things yeah, they, that work really well. <laughs> yeah, they, they remind me a lot of Skeleton Witch in that they mesh, like, thrash metal with kind of some blackish metal mm. but these guys take that that black metal vocals to another a level so it's actually it's pretty like heavy black metal vocals but they've got like thrash metal uh riffage with some like heavy metal riffage like it all some of it sounds like 80s riffage and there's like a one or two times that I'll be listening to it, and I'm like, that almost sounds like a Joe Satriani riff. So hmm. they're all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> it's a wide range. Yeah. But uh, they're what, out of Australia, I think. Um, just everything is executed so damn good. Yeah. Like, you can't really complain about it. Like, as much a, a mix-up of genre as it is, they pull it off really well. Like, it could have been a muddled, like, what the hell is this mess? But they did yeah. They did it well. They stitched it all together. Yeah. Musically-wise, uh, it's fantastic. Like, the guitar in it is is really, really good. There's, there's a level of, like, that, like I was saying, that heavy metal, like the new wave of British heavy metal. It's got, like, a tinge of that. And some then it's got some... Judas Priest. Yeah. And then it's got like uh, like that old school thrash metal vibe, but then it's got some somehow some black metal guitar tones. And they don't like other bands. I think when they try to pull it off, like um, they kind of fight each other in yeah. in in the riffage. They let like I don't know if it's like letting the guitar actually breathe and stand on its own, and also mixes well with the other style of guitar. Yeah, but. Yeah, it's really, really good. Uh, drums are really good. Um, and then the vocals, it sounds like it's processed. Hmm. Um, like he's he's using like a pedal or something, I think. Or it's digitally. Um, but it's got that, it's, I don't know what he's singing mo- about most of the time. Can't understand it. <laughs> You're but digging the vibe. 
yeah, I'm digging the vibe. It's subdued in there where it's not overpowering. Where because there's sometimes where you, like you listen to it and you're like, oh, I can't, I can't listen to this music because the vocals are just terrible or whatever. Yeah, like it, it kind of ruins the music. The vocals aren't bad, um, and they're mixed in such a way that you can still enjoy them, but they don't overpower the the riffage. Nice, excellent job, Rebel Wizard. Mm-hmm. This one's on Bandcamp, as are all of mine. <laughs> so. Yeah, Rebel Wizards on Bandcamp. Um, I think that they're on YouTube as well. I think I found one of their videos or two. Yeah, I think that's how you sent it to me. I don't know. One or the other. Usually yeah. they're on YouTube and Bandcamp just to tag people. Mm-hmm. They got some good freaking song titles, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you want to talk about them? Because I was going to talk about them, but you can't. Oh, there's a few. Like, the white light of divine awe, smelling of sweat and sex. <laughs> <Head on. laughs> so good. Urination of vapidity unconsciousness. <laughs> like, yeah. wow, man, they really went hard. <laughs> yeah, they, they, there's no one-word song titles on these on this album. Should have added one just to balance it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, these guys are pretty cool. Hopefully, I mean, I'm probably gonna have to dig into their backlog too. But yeah, I would like to snag one of their actual records, but shipping from Australia is steep. <laughs> well, yeah, but I sent you that link to it. No, that was a different band. No, it wasn't. It was. No, I thought it was something else. I'm. Oh, oh man, I'm drunk on coffee. I guess. Yeah, because. Uh, <laughs> Because I wanted to buy their album, yeah. And on Bandcamp, it's twenty five dollars straight, and then shipping was another thirty. Yeah. And I was like, I, uh, I get no. it because it's coming pretty far, but still. <laughs> right. So yeah. So what I usually do is I, I'll see if I can find another record outlet that will ship via the states. Yeah. Without um, gouging you. <laughs> yeah. So this one, it was it would ship. It was like six euros, which is like ten bucks. Yeah, that's right. Not terrible yeah. at all. Yeah, not terrible at all. So I ended up buying the record and then buying the digital album off of Bandcamp anyway. Yep. They're getting money. Yeah. Yeah, they're gonna get the money <laughs> they deserve. Did both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all, right, all right. This one I got kind of follows in the Doom vein. And it's not brand new, but I got it because I bought a t shirt. So I came with the album Woodland Rights by Green Lung. Ah, uh, yes. So I think I've talked about a different album of Green Lung a while ago. Might have been even seen mm-hmm. level. But they are super good Doom. So yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, it looks like something out of an A24 horror movie, the cover of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I, yep, I Doom. I listened to them a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I can't remember the first one I mentioned, but I've listened to them before, and they really impressed me. So, like, they had a long sleeve shirt that looked pretty cool. So I went ahead and ordered that. Picked up their other record. Nice. So, man, I wish I would wear. You, know, you what? Oh, I miss fucking wearing long sleeve shirts and hoodies. Yeah, I can't wait till I can again. Like it's Fuck. summertime. Yeah. Sucks. Let's see. Yeah, the first one I had was an EP, I think it was Free the Witch from Green Lung. 
Oh, okay. So that was a while ago, but that was super good. So I only had four songs on that thing. So now it's nice to have like a few more to dig into. Yeah, so there's, that's a band I'm going to be keeping my eye on. Like So far, they've been pretty good. Like every time I listen to it, it's good. Solid doom makes you think of like, I mean, they probably would have fit in in the late 70s with Black Sabbath and such. Right. Yeah, it's kind of got that stoner, that stoner vibe, but more on the doom side. Yeah. And we yeah. do love our doom stoners. We do. I mean, uh, yeah, <laughs> definitely do. Yes, sir. All right. Yeah, I think uh, the T-shirt I got actually had one of the title tracks in it. Was that "Let the Devil oh, nice. In"? Let the Devil In. That's right. Yeah, I do remember that that title. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm trying yeah, to find them on my wish list. I thought I had them, but I'm surprised you don't. Buried somewhere in it. I got a nah. lot of shit on my wish. Maybe I bought them actually. Maybe you did. Maybe I did. Perhaps you did. Maybe <laughs> I did. And if you didn't, you should. Maybe I should. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where it is. Because I remember that song title. Yeah, I got to go through my wish list. It's getting kind of big. Yeah, my wish list is... I, I was proud when my collection uh, was more than my wish list. Oh. But now it's... <laughs> How much is your list. collection? Uh, I've got 164. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. My oh. wish list is at 184 right now. Oh. So, yeah. Yeah, I got a few more. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> the next, like, most of them are those label-wide sales I snagged. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's like, um, I got Dance with the Dead. They had a special. It was, like, buy all their albums for, like, 30 bucks or something. Yeah. Good way to load up. Yeah, that's like ten albums right there. There's um Aristider Ifsons Lilfsons. That's like ten albums from them. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Actually I think these guys are Irish. They might be Icelandic, but I'm pretty sure they're Irish. Hmm. Well, either one's cool, I guess. Nope, yep, you're right. They're from Iceland. Yeah. Point yeah. goes to six 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 sloth. all right. Next up on my list is uh we both talked about this. Yeah. Uh, for the week, Eternal Storm. Hey yeah. Out of Spain. Um the album is Come the Tide. Mm-hmm. And they are fantastic death metal. Um, yeah, they've got some mel- uh, like some melodic death metal uh, to them, and uh, people know I like my melodic death metal. There's some, <laughs> I guess, a little bit of doom, some progressive, yeah. but um, man, these yeah, guys are fantastic. Like, yeah, they don't just pound your ears the entire time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's I uh, got some of that melody there from the uh, mellow death side. Some good black, uh, some good death metal in there. The vocals are really cool. They're not uh, like too, like I don't know, deathish. Yeah. Um, mixed really well in there, and then just musically, super super good. Yeah, I really like them. 
think we talked about them for a good bit. Actually, just bought it because I meant to buy it earlier this week, and I didn't for some reason. Yeah, like you had showed them to me, and I was like, I'm, I swear to God, I've bought this album before. Yeah, it I seemed like something a- you would have been like, oh, yeah, them. <laughs> yeah, I, I had them on my wish list. Um, so, yeah, I ended up, I just grabbed them anyway. But, yeah, super good. Um, got some saxophone in there sometimes, little tinges yeah. of sax. Oh, so good. That was funny because we were both listening to it. Like, I got to the sax, and you're like, oh, sax. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i remember i think i had seen their video that off of their for their single uh um, oh, yeah. and then i went to like their band band camp and was checking them out after that but yeah i think they sat on my fucking wish list for a good minute hmm. well glad they graduated to the big leagues yeah got in your yeah. main collection <laughs> where are they out of oh yeah they're yeah spain from yeah. madrid apparently super good I am so glad, like, people bitch about, oh, I wish I was in the 60s when music was good. It's like, you just don't dig in. Like, you're lazy. Like, there's music yeah. everywhere. You just gotta look. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's, I think, my position on that has always been, you just expect to be spoon-fed your music, you know? Yeah. Like, dude, I just go down <laughs> band camp holes and I find stuff from, like, Ethiopia. I'm like, this rocks. <laughs> yeah. That was uh, the other day I went through and it was like uh, the top metal albums from it was like July and June, I think, is the ones that I was going through. And some were, you know, not my thing, but then others were really, really fucking good. And I was like, oh, yeah, I I should probably grab this. Yeah. Of all the times in human history, this is literally the easiest for finding music. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there's still like a lot of shit music out there that you're just like oh yeah i mean that's the thing too is like people look at the past with rose-colored glasses like there was a ton of shit in the 60s and 70s you just don't hear about it because no one cares anymore (laughs) right oh yeah it's like they're not immune to bullshit just because they had queen right but you know what are you gonna do uh gonna listen to more music just educate the masses. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I'm going to start a podcast with a friend of mine. And we're just going to talk about music. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to ramble for a long time about weird shit and then talk about music. Yeah. That's what you do. All right. What's my next one? Uh, talk about Rebel Weird and Green Long. I got someone else you might have on your list. It's Mr. Theme. I do not have them on my list. Mr. Theme. I think you showed me these guys. They have a ton of like little LP sized albums on Bandcamp, so I'm just gonna talk about Degenerate Area era. Okay. Yeah, do it. So this is black metal, but it's kind of cosmic-y. Like their album covers look all spacey with black holes and stuff. So I think mm-hmm. it's more of a space themed black metal band. But yeah. You showed me them. I listened to the tracks and they're pretty solid. Like just straight up black metal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I usually like. I don't dig on as much black metal as you do. I think, but like, yeah. I'll find stuff that I'll be like, "Oh, this sounds pretty fucking good," like quality wise and everything. So I'll usually yeah. send them over to you. Hell yeah, and I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah, there's a few comments on here that are like putting it pretty lofty, like saying it's album of the year worthy. So they are really good. Ooh. Technically proficient. I don't know if they'll be on my album of the year, but. 
We shall see. Right. Man, it's crazy to think that it's almost that time. Yeah, I was thinking about it. Like, I might have to start, like, compiling a list and start swapping and cutting and stuff. Oof. I don't even know. Eh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, I don't even know. God. Yeah, it's been a big year for metal, at least, even though everything else has sucked. 2020 yeah. has failed us in most other aspects. Oh, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm fucking sick right now. <laughs> I was gonna. Like, I think we've talked about it. Like, it should be a very good boon for black metal. It's <laughs> like you got all yeah, these definitely. single guy black metal outfits. Like, dude, they're like already locked down. What are they gonna do? They're just gonna pump out the content. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if they're not making a podcast, they should probably be making black metal. Yeah, like stick it out there, man. It's good. To, like, make one part of this year not suck. <laughs> yeah. I do like, um, there's, is it Roadrunner? There's a, one of the record, uh, companies, they were doing like, um, like quarantine concerts, but oh, it was yeah. <laughs> members, of all the different bands and they would get together and jam out on some random song. Yeah. I've like been meeting. enjoying those. <laughs> yeah. I saw some of the Mastodon guys did that. They're just playing like weird songs. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. Yeah. I mean, uh, I it think- must be hard to. Like, it's already hard to, like, coordinate a band together in one room, like, unless you're really trained at it. But I can imagine it's more difficult when you're on the Zoom. <laughs> yeah. It's probably, I mean, I wonder how they do it if they jam at the same time or they just make, like, tracks. So it'll be, like, a track of their guitar, and then mm-hmm. they'll send it to somebody else, and then that person will make, like, the drums for it. And then, you know, they're like, oh. Or it's like, hey, everybody, let's play, I don't know, like, never mind. And so <laughs> they'll play the one track that they're playing, yeah. and then the other people will put all the, like, in the end, put it all together. Yeah, I don't know. I think some <clears> of them, <throat> yeah, they probably specify, like, this is live, or this is just us recording. Yeah. But let's see. Know, it's interesting. It's weird times. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen a show in months. I'm going crazy. <laughs> fuck. I haven't. Yeah. I can't even remember the last show I've seen. I know I think it was. I went to last, but I don't remember it because I was really, really drunk. <laughs> I think Karangbin <laughs> was the last show that I saw. That was yeah. like in December. Must have been a good show, though. They're a good band. Yeah, it was a fantastic. Like, they sounded fantastic. They were sounded so good. Had um, I known we were about to get locked down with the pandemic, I might have like not drank as much and paid attention. <laughs> <laughs> it was just yeah, a little thing, so I have no idea who the hell it was. Yeah, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? Oh well. Um next up, let's see here. I've got Ooh. um I got this band called Bonehawk. 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 Uh that the album. Stonery. Yep. Yep. Uh, album is called Iron Mountain. These guys are um, like, well, they classify themselves as blues rock with some classic metal. Uh, stoner rock is in there. So, yeah, yeah. I want to go yeah. with their stoner metal. <laughs> yeah. Um, <coughs> this is one of those kind of good standout stoner rock bands. Has that cool, like, throwback vibe to them with, you know, their own little spin on it. Um, yeah. a la like classic sword 
Um, I love but story. yeah, like, yeah, uh, really fuck good riffs, really good uh, drums. There's actual uh, vocals and lyrics in it. So um, I think so. I think I think there is. Yeah. Is that one word yeah. or two words for bone hawk? Bone hawk is all one word. <laughs> Iron Mountain is two words. Ah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the vocals are really good. Um, cause there's some stoner, stoner rock bands or stoner metal bands and they'll have some, just like, I just like, I'll be listening and I'll be like, cool, man, I'm digging this music. And then their, their vocals come in and they'll be like, yeah. I, I sound, I heard one the other day. It sounded like a Muppet was trying to sing <laughs> over it. I don't know who it was. I can't remember, but I was like, all right, nope, can't, can't do that. Is this guest starring animal? <laughs> yeah, it was like uh, like Kermit the Frog was trying to sing over it. Oh, oh that's even worse. <laughs> or they'll have just like some weird effect going on where it's like they're tr- it's like they're singing underwater. I don't know if it's just to mimic mm-hmm. them singing through a bong or something. Yeah, but like, well, come on, guys! Like, just give me some yeah. good fucking vocals. <laughs> that's um, the risk you take when you roll through the stoner realms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, these guys, uh, Ballhawk, their vocals are really good. Nice, clean. Um, and yeah, 70s, kind of hard rock nice. vibe to them. Super good. Sweet. All right. Here's another band for me. But this is another one I think I've talked about before. But they have a new album out. It's uh, uh-huh. Havu Krunu. Mm-hmm. I think I've talked about them, but they are really, really good. So they have a new album out, and it's all... Difficult to say names, so I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Yeah, this one is another black metal album. Surprise. Yeah. And uh, they dedicated this to the wind that doth blow in the north of every man's heart. So, <laughs> I feel cute. it. <laughs> I feel it. This just dropped on August 14th, so it is brand new. But, oh, nice. Uh, yeah. I think I have a t-shirt of theirs and a patch, so like Solid band. Nice. Where are they out of? Oh, man. Where are they from? I think they're Norwegian. It doesn't say. Yeah. Mm. It says Finland, but that's their uh, album. Like, sometimes oh. Bandcamp doesn't tag the band itself. It's their album. Right, right. Okay. Right on. I assume they're either Norwegian or Finnish. And you've got another album by them as well? Yeah, I think I bought their backlog, and I saw this as a pre-order a long time ago, so I jumped on it. Mm, okay. It's like they're good enough. They don't even need a teaser song. I'd just say, yeah, I'm buying it. <laughs> right, right. It's classic black metal, like really furious sounding. Yeah. It doesn't let up. <laughs> if you need interludes, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> don't listen so, to that. Yeah. Album. You have to get some. Get one. Yeah. Yeah. All right, what's your last one? Uh, my last one. Uh, we're we're taking a little a uh, little side side exit. Going um, a different exit. Yeah, we're going out. Um, we're going to talk about some. Uh, my other like guilty pleasure is some um, some synthwave. Oh. Um, my it's these guys are like I guess they're dark synth. Um, they've got some like horror elements to them. Some interesting. Uh, a little a little bit of industrial to them. They're called uh, Midnight Danger. 
Nice. <laughs> and uh, this album is Chapter 2, Endless Nightmare. And it's uh, some fucking fantastic, like, retro wave synth pop uh, music. But it's got kind of, I don't know, it's almost like if, maybe if, like, the Misfits um, became, like, uh, a dark wave band or, like, a, a retro wave band. <laughs> They've got kind of this, like, horror punk vibe to them but they're also like this 80s like i don't know it's like an 80s horror movie going on it's fucking fantastic that's hilarious i just want to see a synthwave version of any misfits song it'd be pretty fun <laughs> yeah i they should probably do that I'm gonna, i'll tell them i'll write them and tell them I'll be like hey guys you should do some misfits but um we got no son they, of a bitch <laughs> Uh, they did, uh, they've got one video out and it's, it's so good. Yeah. It, it feels like one of the, pre- one of the commenters on here, it's like John Car- Carpenter on steroids. It's really oh. got that kind of like eighties kind of horror vibe, um, oh, nice. but it's really fucking good. And like musically, um, it is fucking really, really good. Uh, like synth wave, retro wave. It's so nice. fucking good. Like I, I just imagine listening to this and like driving around it like late at night when it's like dark and there's just street lights and like a lot of rain and it like the streets are wet. It's kind of got that, like you just want to go fast in the dark. <laughs> I just love the titles for all these synth wave bands. You tell me about like, they sound like, like B movie eighties action flicks, but in a good way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's like a lot of them are into that. You know, I think that they, they're children of the eighties and probably like early nineties. And then, yeah. you know, that sounds so cool to people like us. Like. Yeah, probably. But yeah, it's so fucking good. Um, and they, you know, they revel in that, that kind of like cyberpunk eighties vibe, those yeah. old school horror movies or like action soundtrack movies, you know? It's, <laughs> it's, yeah. I dig it. Nice. I got one more actually one left. Yeah, I got Jim fuck Jim Biani, Jim Biani. Okay, all right. Though these guys are an experimental band from South Korea, I wouldn't call them metal per se. Like I think they just use a lot of uh, traditional South Korean instruments and stuff, but they add like doom elements and other wild. Oh, okay. Comes to it. Nice. So, Definitely very different sounding. All right. But I liked how it sounded, so I dug it and I bought their stuff. I found uh, I found the record in my record store here, and I just saw the cover. It kind of looked interesting. Had no idea what it was, but when I threw it on the player, I was like, oh, this is weird. So I went ahead and bought it all on Bandcamp. Nice. So, yeah, if you like experimental music, this one's pretty solid. They actually played a ceremony in the Olympics a few years ago, I guess. I didn't I don't remember seeing them. I don't think I watched it or something, but Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So they're not like unknown to the world. Right. But the first cool. time first time I saw them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's new to me. Yeah. It is pretty crazy though. Like the record I bought was in like a super cool looking like a two LP gatefold really nice and I was like 20 bucks I was like that seems excessively cheap for something that nicely packaged 
Yeah, that's really but, cheap. Yeah. It's like, well, screw it. I'm going to roll the dice. If yeah, I don't yeah, like yeah. it, I'll just sell it back. But this one's staying on yeah. my shelf. Nice. Nice. And they have an extensive description of what they do on their one album I bought on Bandcamp. Mm-hmm. O-N-D-A, Onda. But yeah, if you go to Bandcamp and find Onda by Jambiani, yeah, it'll tell you all about them. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, yeah, interesting band. I really kind of, int- like, I like different instruments like Neptunian Maximalism, that album I couldn't stop listening to for a while. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I remember kind of felt around the same vein, like just weird, different, and like approach to music. Right. Yeah, I remember those guys. Yeah, that one is crazy. How about the three CD version of their thing? Just because they didn't have a lot of them. And they didn't have a record, so I had to stick with that one. But Ugh, CDs. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of CDs, but yeah, this one was pretty cool. Right on. And I have a changer, so I might as well th- have some to throw on there on occasion. Sure. Makes yeah. sense. Uh, that's my last one. Yeah, I think that's about it. Um, I think we talked about Pig Destroyer. Yeah, I'm still waiting for that one. Yeah, their album comes out this week. Yeah, a couple more days. August 28th, so next week. Ah! 28th, now. That's a weird... Comes out Friday. Yeah. Man. So there's that. Um, and Fury, they just um, are going to be coming out with a new album here soon. Their pre-order is out. Um, of Sunless Realms is the album. I think I've talked about Fury before. Um, they're absolutely fantastic, like technical, melodic death metal. Yeah. Um, they don't have any teasers <laughs> for the album yet, but it's like a five. It's like a five-track EP, basically. Uh, okay. Um, but yeah, they're like you'll look at their album cover and you're like, oh yeah, that that's probably some tech death. Um, <laughs> but they're super, they're super good. One of my favorite, um, like melodic tech tech death metal bands. There's not really a lot of them, but mm-hmm. um, of the ones out there, they're pretty good. Yeah, uh, that's gonna be on the radar. I already I pre-ordered the LP. Um, yeah. they do have uh. They have four different variants, huh. and um, what? Let me let me pull up. So their four different variants are like, uh, let's see, where is it? Give me one second. These are variants of their covers, are you? Yeah, um, you know, for the the discs, uh, like yeah. the actual record is colored differently. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, splatters and solid. Yeah, they have different splatters. Apparently, they're all sold out already. Um, yeah. <laughs> did you jump on that, or did you just lose out? <laughs> no, I I bought I bought one of the the pre orders, but okay. um, the one that I got is a Cthulhu um, like it's at the Cthulhu variant. Nice. So I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna have to get that. <laughs> Uh, I'm just trying to pull up the other variant names, but my internet is being fucking stupid right now, and it's like, no, you don't, you don't need to look at any of this. You don't need that. 
Well, you're going to oh, well. pick it up, Internet. Yeah, I'll talk. To, yeah, I can talk about them later when it actually comes out. Um, but yeah, like uh, <laughs> um, they have the Cthulhu one and like a few other like in that realm of names for each, you know, instead of it's like, oh, Red Splatter or whatever else. It's yeah. got cool fucking names to them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's that. That, that. That's that's about it. Nice. Uh, do we want to take a break, cut back, talk about some entertainment movies and shit? Yeah, are we doing Samurai Flicks again? Uh, we can. I did just, I actually finally got around to watching Seven Samurai again. Nice. So we talk about that um, or whatever else. I don't, I haven't really watched a whole lot lately just because it's hard to concentrate. Man. Because <laughs> of this fucking COVID. Man, I've been watching a lot of movies. Yeah. Some you might not like, some you might like, I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can be watching all Michael Bay movies. Oh, yeah, you know me. <laughs> all right, yeah, let's take a... Parade of Ninja Turtles 3, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Turtles through time, Bay time. <laughs> More explosions for no reason. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's take a quick break. Uh, we'll come back. I'm going to get a, a little drink here. Nice. And then um, we'll carry on. We'll be right back. Yeah, <laughs> Theraflu, some tea. Yeah. Right on. We'll be right back. Bye. From regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed Power Cash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Get a credit card that gives you what you need now. A low interest rate on everyday purchases and a place to transfer high interest rate balances. The PenFed Gold Contactless Card is our lowest interest rate credit card. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Join PenFed and together we can help you keep more of what's yours. Visit PenFed.org slash gold card. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Okay. Craig, Craig yelled at me. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I made a I made a blah, blah, blah noise to shut him up. Perfect. <laughs> Enjoy that one, people. <laughs> all right movie time movie corner movie corner that reminds me of like some kids show for some reason i can see you hosting a kids show yes <laughs> that would be fucking terrible all right you little bastards sit down and <laughs> shut up <laughs> Shut up. Today, we're going to talk about John Connor and how he saved humanity. <laughs> and then he goes, for no fucking reason. <laughs> and then David Furlong, who was John Connor, got real rough. Real, <laughs> real scraggly looking. <laughs> he didn't like where he was going in life, so he turned into a whining little hobo. Oh my God. Uh, Terminator 3, it's so overlooked. 
<laughs> oh, jeez. Terrible. Who was it? Was it? Wasn't David Furlong? Wasn't he friends with uh, River Phoenix? Uh, Edward Furlong and yeah, or Edward Furlong. Yeah, yeah. I think it was. I, I was watching this um this documentary. Well, it's not, I guess it was a documentary, but it was on YouTube. Um, but it was about Shia LaBeouf. And <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, All but, I can think about is that one YouTube where Shia LaBeouf's trying to kill you. <laughs> Actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Actually, was it was it Shia? No, it was um, the the guy who played um, Wesley Crusher on Star oh, Trek. Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Yeah, it was about Will Wheaton. It was actually about like child actors. Yeah, um, yeah but it, a, that could be a very depressing. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking depressing because like it had this one kid from like. He was on Nickelodeon or the Disney Channel. Um, By the end of the show, it was like after they had the interviews for this documentary, he had killed himself. Damn. Um, But then it was talking about um, Will Wheaton and his friendship with River Phoenix. And of course, River Phoenix died of an overdose at the... Was it like the the Raptor? Not the Raptor Club. Something. No, it was a Viper Club. That's what it was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Child stars from Hollywood. Man. <laughs> yeah. Subject. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just talking about him and, like, how there's people now that are trying to, you know, like, uh, be famous as kids because of through Instagram and all this other shit. And, man, it was, yeah, it was rough. I, I did watch a documentary on Child Buff, though. Um, yeah. And it was also fucking crazy, just because of well, because Shia LaBeouf went was crazy. But it was like his up his you know his rise through. He was on like the Nickelodeon channel, yeah, or maybe it was Disney movie, Holes. <laughs> no, he was he did shit before Holes. Oh okay, yeah, like he was on some other show, and um, he was on that, and then I guess. He was like in a comedy. It was like a comedy show, and then he got cast in Holes, and it, Holes didn't exactly know what it wanted to be. It was yeah. trying to be funny, but also not a dramedy. What was? Yeah, and then he was in a bunch of other shit. Um, yeah. What is I mean, the show that he was? Obviously, in? the Transformers classic pieces of cinema. Oh yeah, we all love. That's near and dear to everybody's hearts. <laughs> Even Stevens. That's what oh, there. But then he was in a bunch of other things. He was in X Files. He was in Shit. Freaks and Geeks. He was in ER. Touched by an angel. Like what? I'm an X Files geek, and I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so he was him. in a. He was in a lot of different shit, um, and then basically just once he split from like you know when you're in that kind of that even stevens nickelodeon disney yeah world you have like a handler you know you have like these people that are just like controlling everything that you do to maintain an image yeah and then you get to be an adult and you either rebel hard or you kind of still stay in that vein yeah i mean there's so many disney kids out there now 
Like yeah, the, exactly. I mean, the only ones I can think of off the top of my head are like Miley Cyrus went off the deep end. <laughs> like she's totally yeah. not. Did- well, yeah, and then you know she was controlled by her dad, right, Billy Ray, and all that other yeah. shit that went with that. Yeah, and then she like went off, you know, gross pop Crazy. star kind of thing. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Or uh, Selena Gomez was one. I know she's in like some Disney show. Like I never watched the Disney shows. Like even when I was a kid, I thought they were cheesy. Same. I n- yeah. I, well, I never had Disney. Like we didn't have. Yeah, it wasn't like, like a regular Disney channel. Cable. Occasionally, yeah. like if we've had those channels, but I'd never liked Disney, like teen crap. <laughs> right. Like this yeah, is, we. Like I was already watching, you know, Taxi Driver and shit when I was like fourteen, fifteen. I was like, I don't, I don't need Disney. <laughs> right. Yeah, I never. I mean, we didn't have it. We had basic cable, and those were always like upgraded cable channels. Yeah. Um, so I never. Never watch any of that shit. Yeah. When, like, the times we did have cable, we had, like, Cartoon Network, and those are much, much, much funnier. <laughs> like yeah. Dexter's Back Lab. in the day. Yeah, you had Dexter's Lab and Samurai Jack. And yeah. All like, I don't good... care about your teen problems. I just want to watch, you know, DD yeah. his lab again. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't need... I've got my own fucking problems. I don't need to watch another show about problems. Yep. And how it all works out at the end for you. Jerks. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Shia LaBeouf, like he you just listen to then, your parents. Yeah. And then, he, <laughs> and then he got cast in fucking Transformers, and then it was all fucking downhill from there. Yeah, I think in the last like I haven't seen his newer movies, but I think he went more of a like he's trying to be a more method actor. And he really yeah. goes hard, like that one movie you saw with the giant chest tattoo. Uh, yeah, I watched that movie. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I've seen it, but I know he got that <laughs> damn tattoo for real. I was like, that's dedicated. <laughs> Guess what? You see that tattoo for like a half a second. <laughs> that really paid off. Yeah, uh, like because I was watching it, I'm like, all right, cool. We're we gonna see him without his like shirt on, and we're gonna see him fucking around with people, you know, like. You know, oh, I'm gonna kill you and like rip his shirt off to show how badass. <laughs> nope, nope. Nah. And then he's not even in the he's not even the main character in that movie. Like that is like, is he are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, he's not even the main character of the movie. He, uh, spoiler, don't listen to it for like two. Oh, no. He dies like midway through, and he got a gigantic chest tattoo for this. Yeah, he so he dies right. He gets his fucking. Oh man, it's fucking brutal. Like it is it's almost like it's so gory. Um but he gets like his legs like, smashed. To watch. Yeah, you're like fuck, bro. God damn. He gets like, his legs just beat the shit out of with a hammer. Some chick just like old like Mexico City style Central America just beats the shit out of him. He's all tied up on the fucking floor. Jesus. And she goes to goes to town on his legs and then just uh and then this other dude, I think it was this guy, he ends up just smashing the shit out of his face with a hammer. Man, good. Like, and it's, I mean, you don't see that part, but it's it's still, you're like, ugh. Like, it's grindhouse um, levels. Yeah, no, and you said it was kind of like... And that's the 
only time you see his tattoo, it's covered in his own fucking blood for maybe a second. <laughs> and I was like, damn. Like, you're not even looking at the tattoo. You're just like, yeah. You're just his legs crushed with a hammer. You're not paying attention to that. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's that. And then, so the, so he's like, he's like the right hand of this one, like, mafia guy, right? This gangster. Yeah. <clears throat> the person who is smashing him with a hammer is basically the right hand of this other up and coming like mafia person. And it's this chick and she's in just basically a bra and panties. So I'm not sure if like Shia was like, all right, I'm going to try to take the screen time away from this girl who's almost naked uh, because I'm going to have this tattoo on my chest. You, You don't look at it. Like, yeah, there's yeah, this other luck. girl with this hammer, almost nothing, you know, no clothes, and she's covered in blood, and she's just fucking going to town on him, and you're like, Shia, <laughs> are you going to get that all lasered off now? What What are you doing? Yeah. God, that hurt. Yeah. Like, it is big. <laughs> yeah, her probably took a good, like, six sessions, like, three yeah. to six sessions to do that. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Probably over a good, you know, three to six months, too, because there's not many tattoo artists that'll be like, all right, come back tomorrow. We're going to finish this up. Yeah, you got to let it kind of heal a bit and then work on it some yeah. more. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, overall, that movie was, it, was, it wasn't it was that good. Um, yeah. You said it was like gritty for gritty's sake. Yeah, it was just, it was, yeah, it was just dark and gritty, and you're just like, there's, unnecessary like gore and violence to it um hmm. the i don't know the like shy is not even the main character in it um <laughs> one thing that you do get out of it is that chick i can't remember her her name right now but um i think it's one of her first like big roles and uh, she does a great fucking job in it like every scene that she's in she owns like yeah. you're just like damn who is that she's fucking people up like she is just owning shit Nice. I mean, I have to watch it, but I mean, you didn't make really make me excited for it. After yeah, it, <laughs> yeah have, like a, have like a few drinks before you watch it. And you, it, it might be good. <laughs> like this one's for Transformers and Shatter's legs. Yeah, man. What a bunch. I guess we can like count down a few samurai flicks after we're done with the recent watches. But I watched Ad Astra. Oh yeah. And I wasn't that impressed. No, <laughs> <laughs> I think we started that, and we—I think we got like—I don't—I think uh, Brad Pitt showed up to Mars. Oh yeah. And then he's like, oh, da 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 da. And he's talking to people, and then I—I I don't remember much else after that. Yeah, I like, think I felt the whole thing is a there's a like a kind of EMP burst coming from Neptune where there's a space station where they people thought everyone died on it or something mm-hmm. and uh brad pitt is an astronaut and you're constantly doing these like personality checks to make sure you're not cracking under the pressure right so like it opens up with him on this gigantic antenna coming from the ground all the way into space and he falls off because there's an explosion and it doesn't tell you what the fuck it was a it was that uh emp wave like mm-hmm. blew up the freaking station. So he falls to the earth and like parachutes down 
and they find out it's coming from Neptune, so he has to go deal with it. But the whole movie was upsetting to me because the the, the plot wasn't that good, but it was shot really well. Yeah. Yeah, the plot so, was it, Brad Pitt's dad was like a famous yeah, like daddy ranger. Yeah, like a, it was, they're like space rangers or something. Yeah, like a really like a legendary astronaut. Like he've he's done all sorts of crazy stuff, and they sent him off to Neptune to make this right. uh, basically a deep space satellite to see if they can find alien life. Yeah, but somewhere he lost his shit. So now he's like they have to go to the station because they found out he's not dead. Stop the you know whatever this burst of shit's coming that's gonna kill everyone on Earth. Right, right. But, yeah, there's a lot of internal monologues and, like, I don't know. I thought it was, like, to shop. The colors are pretty cool. Like, the space look of it was really neat, but the story just kind of fell flat. Yeah, it's a it's a beautiful movie. Like, yeah. yeah, the cinematography, the colors, everything, it's, yeah, it's pretty, but there's just yeah, not a lot of substance there. And I wouldn't even say like Brad Pitt or Tommy Lee Jones did a bad job. It's just, it's, yeah, it just feels like somebody with a, like a technically proficient person ran out of story that they didn't really understand how to do. Yeah. 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 So I wasn't a fan. Yeah. <laughs> I like I said, I, I don't remember. I don't think I finished it, but it was just, yeah, maybe I, mean, I did. I don't much. remember. That's the thing yeah. is it's not really like, it's not going to stick with you. Like yeah. there's movies watching it, like you think about it over and over after you watch it. This one is not one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, <laughs> what else did I watch recently? Oh, I rewatched House of a Thousand Corpses. <laughs> oh, jeez! <laughs> like I was like, I saw that when I was a teenager, and I thought it was pretty gross and cool. Yeah. But, like now I've waded through an ocean of. 80s and 70s B horror movies. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I can see where they got it, but I mean, it didn't really strike me the same way. Yeah, I mean, I, I like Rob Zombie, and I wish that he made good movies, but he doesn't make good movies. No, you know, uh, I haven't seen the nihilist one, Three from Hell. I don't know if he like improved his story crafting abilities I- or what. I haven't seen that one. I've seen what he's got: House of a Thousand Corpses, and then he's got another one too, right? The Devil's Rejects. Yeah, I've seen that one. The thing and is, is I love Captain Spaulding as a character. Like, yeah, he's insane. Like, I love the crazy clown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's just the rest of it. Like, it's I don't know. There's just not again. It's not a lot of substance there. I think you know. Yeah. It's more for, like. A shock value type of a thing. Yeah, I think that's kind of the point because it could, you can definitely tell there's a lot of uh, inspiration from Toby Hooper's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. But that had a lot of subtext to the movie. This one doesn't. It's just straight up like you're watching people get murdered. And I forgot <laughs> completely that Rain Wilson was in this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, there he is. He's killing Dwight Schrute. Um, he also did a Halloween, right? He did like H2O or something. No, he did the reboot before the last reboot, but he had had two Halloween movies. I think he did Lords of Salem. 
Like he said, he has had a few movies. I haven't seen them all. Yeah, I I I remember the one that I saw. It, it must have been that that first reboot one. Yeah, um, Where, and it I wasn't. Mean, it wasn't like bad. Yeah, I didn't really care for the where he had a mean dad and blah, blah, blah. like yeah the point of Michael Myers to me was that you don't know why he did what he did right yeah he's like, just this crazy. ambiguity of terror that came with it but right. like his version took it all the way all that ambiguity so yeah I get that I mean that and he brutalized Danny Trio like oh why you gotta do him dirty like that <laughs> right oh man uh we watched. He's uh, Danny Trejo's got like a documentary. I think it's out mm. on Amazon. It's called Inmate Number One. Oh shit! <laughs> and it uh, it goes over like Danny Trejo's, of course, his life. It's a, it's you know a documentary on him. It's like a biography. Um, it's mm. super good. Like Danny Trejo is a fucking fantastic person. Like he's a great human being. Yeah. Um, and it's just funny because everybody knows his. Now, most recently, of course, is like machete, machete, um, yeah, machete kills. Uh, <laughs> but like, definitely worth checking out if if you like. I, I you, I'm sure that you like him. Uh, oh yeah, well, yeah, like, uh, just just to see like who he is as a person, where he came from, like his whole fucking story is is pretty. It's really interesting. Um, yeah. You told me a couple ah! highlights, and I was like, "God damn!" <laughs> yeah, um, like, well, he grew up in, um, you know, California, and he was like robbing people all the time as a kid. <laughs> he was like, he did so many armed robberies and shit, and yeah. then got sent to prison um, for like armed robbery and attempted murder, I think. Yeah, and then rough. he, yeah, he got out and. He was, I think he was doing like a delivery or something. He was working for somebody and he ended up getting, um, he was supposed to be like an advisor on this movie set yeah. um, about being in prison. And then somebody was like, hey, the like, he was like, oh, he was like a Golden Gloves champion, like boxer in prison and like uh, the prison system for like two or three years. So... Like he would fuck with people or protect people, and so he had like this notoriety um, from being in prison. And then when he got out, people were like, "Oh, hey, you're you're Danny Trejo," and he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Oh, you, can you come over here and like get you know like, give advice or whatever?" And somebody saw him on the set, and he's like, "I want you and you know, I need you to act like you're training the main character in the movie as a boxer, like to hmm. be his boxing coach." Nice. And then it all just went from there. Like he's been in like three or four hundred movies. Yeah, he's prolific. Like he's in a, a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't even mind that he's like a different version of Danny Trejo, just because the characters he plays are always so fun to watch. <laughs> right. Well, and that's the thing. Like, uh, I mean, you have you know you've got like Johnny Depp, and you've got you know a bunch of other people who play the same character over and over again, and then like Danny Trejo is like the nicest motherfucker outside of movies. Yeah. Like he's so like just kind and supportive and always helping people and everything else. And then he's just got like this badass movie persona. Yeah. Have you had his tacos from his restaurant? No, I have not. 
And when I went to see Misfits, they had a pop-up for Danny Trio's tacos. I mean, they're really good. Yeah. They want to, like, if ever I'm in L.A. or wherever the original restaurant is, I need to check it out. Like, have the... Yeah, definitely. Taco. I'll definitely go to that. Yeah. Man, super- I, uh, <laughs> I've talked to, like, some friends before about just going to L.A. just for yeah. food. Like, oh, just yeah. going there to eat <laughs> all the different random, like, street food and restaurant food there. Yeah. We have a ton of food. <laughs> Yeah, I've been there when I was a kid, but like obviously you can't appreciate it the same way, right? I, mean, I saw the Walk of Fame and all that stuff, but yeah, I think going like now, I definitely mark off like I definitely have to eat here, and we have to go see a movie here. Yeah, yeah. There's um like there's a bunch of different like uh, street vendors that I want to go to that are like you know you'd probably wait in line for a few hours yeah. or something, but They're that well known. <laughs> yeah, there's some that make like just mashups of it seemed like there was ramen and um kind of mexican culture yeah. you know but fuck they look so good just yeah. la is such a mixing like a melting pot of different stuff just because mm-hmm. everybody goes there to chase their dreams you can buy um treo's tacos shirts um nice. on his uh his website oh yeah and you can buy his hot sauce Ooh, I bet that's pretty good. And he's got coffee. Oh shit. Trio coffee? Yeah. I'm gonna have to order shit. some. <laughs> yeah, I might gonna leave that tab open. <laughs> yeah, save that for later. Alright, for uh we think we were talking we we're gonna discuss a couple samurai movies because we were both playing Ghost of Tsushima a lot. Yeah. Um There's I've only watched one uh <laughs> I think I've only watched one samurai movie. Oh, the one you did was probably, like, the top of Samurai movies, so it's not a bad one. (laughs) Yeah. Well, what's funny is, like, if you go in and you're like, Google, show me uh, Samurai movies, you don't get a whole lot of movies. Yeah. Like, you get, like, the classic uh, uh, Akira Kurosawa ones, but then Mm. there's really not a, like, it popped up with, like, Ninja Scroll, and I fucking (laughs) love Ninja Scroll. There's not a Samurai, it's not a Samurai movie. So He's a ninja, not a Samurai. Like, yeah, there's a difference. <laughs> I mean, I get is he a ninja or a samurai? I don't know. But I have to rewatch it. Yeah, let's see. Well, for me, like, like I, Kurosawa just nails it. I think I read that article you sent about how it's kind of a romanticized version. I was like, yeah, it's kind of like how the old West for us was. Right. That's probably why both genres for Westerns and samurai movies kind of <laughs> parallel. Yeah, that's a good point. Or just flat out copy each other because. Kurosawa's Yojimbo turned into Fistful of Dollars with Clint Eastwood. Right, yep. And then, of course, uh, Seven Samurai turned into the Majestic Seven. Yeah, then, I mean, Seven Samurai was like the blueprint team-up movies, you know? Yeah, I really... Avengers, the Seven Yeah, it's, um, it was so good, though, just how they, they put the team together. Yeah. The, the samurai team it had El- been a long time since <laughs> i've seen like actually watched seven samurai all the way through that's um, a long one but it's super good yeah it's th- like three and a half hours long yeah it's an epic <laughs> yeah and of course it's you know uh it's still got that it's a made in the 50s i think it's like 56 yeah so like it's got that kind of slow like build up slow prodding along type of a thing it's not you know 
90s and 80s like action movies where there's it opens with an action sequence and then 20 yeah. minutes later there's an action sequence yeah you know. it doesn't do that it yeah builds. as much as i i like marvel movies and and marvel movies are guilty for it but they're yeah. not the only ones that there's you know there's that formula now for movies it opens there's a, there might be a little bit of drama and then there's an yeah. action sequence within 10 minutes of yeah. the credits you know, like you just James, gotta, like, you know, James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. James Bond movies will open up with an action sequence and then, and then there's plot development. And then, you know, the, the, you know, the apex, like the highlight of the movie in the middle is another big action sequence. And then mm-hmm. comes down off of that. Um, but this isn't like that. No, I think it's a, not an uncommon trope for movies throughout time like even older ones kind of you either have the kind where they build it up slowly or the kind that they punch you in the mouth and then go on right yeah so i mean not... i i get it you know they want to be able to hook the viewer yeah um and they'll hook the viewer with that that sucralose you know that that sweet sugary goodness of action yeah like whoa you know like you're, you're in like, oh, now. Shit. Sit down, strap in. yeah <laughs> oh man get that popcorn i need to watch this yeah <clears throat> And I think that that was um, one of like kind of the shocking things when you watch um, Endgame, yeah. like Avengers Endgame, because there's no action for like the first two hours of the movie. There's a little bit here and there, but it's it's there's not a whole lot, you yeah. know. That there's one was not... more of a slow build for them. Yeah, so that the final forty-five minutes could be the biggest action sequence ever recorded, basically, yeah. you know. But that was one of those things because you're so used to Marvel movies and that formula, like open up, oh, Captain America and whoever they're raiding someplace. And then, or Tony Stark is going and doing some type of mission or whatever else. And then Endgame was like, all right, we're going to. Didn't that one open with uh, Thor like already taken out? Like they're basically walk into the aftermath of Thanos running into them. That's Infinity War. Okay. So Infinity War was like the opposite. Like Infinity War was just popping. Like it's popping the entire time. Yeah, yeah. You run into like Thor just got his ass handed to him. Well, he's getting his ass handed to him by Thanos. Yeah. And right. Hulk comes, tries to do his Hulk thing and then right. gets his ass kicked. <laughs> and then, uh, then they fight Iron Man and, um, Dr. Strange, uh, in Manhattan, you know, and then they mm-hmm. go, yeah, like there's action pretty much throughout that whole movie. Yeah. Um, and and like then, even, even in Kurosawa, like Seven Samurai is so much different feeling than when you look at like Yojimbo. I think that one starts out a little harder. Yeah. Even when like Kurosawa universe and Marvel universe, like they go through different things, like phases. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, you know, and I think that as much as, uh, you know, people hate on the Marvel movies, like, the people, especially um, the 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 brothers who make it, right? They are students of film. They're not like Michael Bay, and he's just going to make just poppy bullshit movies. Like they they actually like study and try to emulate and borrow from you know the classic movie makers. Yeah, that's the thing. Like I'm not a huge Marvel guy, but you can tell they actually try to like. There is a formula, but they do have different movies with different tones. Like uh, Civil War was more of a 
spy movie. Right. Right. Or then you have the obvious the end game and infinity war, definitely like epic action movies. Yeah. So you can appreciate that they do alter it a bit from time to time. I just get kind of bored with the eventual fist fight that if like that's all it ever ends up being. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get that, but I'm not like totally disparaging it. Like I get it. Like, yeah. uh, like when Scorsese called them roller coasters, like rides like that kind of is accurate. I mean, they do, you do have to kind of strap in and you're going for a, a popcorn movie. Right. But I think people mistook that as a negative. Yeah. Like there's definitely room in the world for popcorn movies. They just don't have to be shit like Independence Day 2. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, you know, on one hand, yeah, you're not going to get, you, you shouldn't have Transformers, you know, yeah. all the fucking time. But at the it's same mindless. time, you can't, you can't have like Godfather out of every yeah. movie. You know, yeah, you gotta have a break. So yeah. definitely Marvel movies, even though I'm not a big superhero movie fan, like I can appreciate that they put a little more work in their shit. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because I can't fucking stand Michael Bay. <laughs> uh, well, you know, if all they wear was just explosions and model girls <laughs> prancing around. I'd be like, oh, screw these. You know, you're gonna get um, you're gonna get four hours of uh, the Snyder cut. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh my like, god! We weren't even talking. I think it's a, this is like a running theme for us. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what we're talking about, movie wise, it always ends up being fuck Zack Snyder. <laughs> fuck that guy. Well, uh, you know the the DC fandom just uh, finished up. People can defend that shit. Ugh. Well, like, I don't know, I, but there's I a lot of people that are good. looking forward to it. Like, I grew up with Batman. Like, I think I read more DC comics than Marvel when I was a kid. So I had hopes it would be good, but it just hasn't been. Like, you got yeah. a couple of standouts like Joker and Wonder Woman. And then the rest right. is just hot trash. Yeah. Ugh. Like, I can't. I don't understand. Like, I don't want to watch it because I don't want to waste my time on it again. But I don't see how a different cut of justice league would make that movie any better. That was like my least favorite for the year last year. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he's going through and apparently spending like 30 million on adding shit that he wanted in the original one. Cause of course he left and for leaving, but sure. He's just not a good movie maker. Yeah. I mean, he makes shitty movies, whether his dad is alive or not, he's going to make a shitty fucking movie. Yeah. But, you know, so that's what he's trying to do now. Like, apparently, Dark Seed is in there now. And um, like, it was a mess like, before, though. Like, it was a mess was, before. Well, like, BVS, BVS was an absolute just dumpster fire, and nobody else had any creative control over that except Snyder. And yeah. people are like, oh, well, this one's going to be good because he's going to have control over it. Like, Snyder movies are just trash, they're so yeah. bad. Like, you know, you're going to have a lot of unnecessary montage slow-mo shots. Yeah. And just like a lot of allusions to like Jesus and the Last Supper <laughs> or whatever else. Yeah. But like, like The God complexes. Like, yeah, we get it. Yeah. There's that. <laughs> and then like the, tr the trailer that they came out with it. Like if maybe if you've never seen a comic book movie before and never seen somebody take music and put it to video. Yeah. mashups and then you get to watch it you'd be excited but it's just like 
this slew that what is like some super down tempo song from like I don't remember. It's like Nine Inch Nails or some somebody Nirvana, and it was just like really really slow and down tempo, downbeat, and you're like, all right, cool, I guess. And then there's no sound effects throughout the from the actual video you're watching, and a lot of it is shit that you've seen before, and then it's all just that that grim dark just hue that looks like it was you know shot in the dark and then at the very end you know bruce wayne's like oh he's never fought us before not united and then that's it that's all you get like you're like wow people are gonna be people are excited for this it looks like garbage speaking of trailers though the batman one that wasn't bad (laughs) that looks pretty good yeah i probably Um, give Pattinson a little more acting cred than Affleck. <laughs> like, legitimately, yeah. at least. Like, not his early career, but man. Yeah, I mean, I we've talked we've talked about Pattinson before and how I think we're both excited for it. The yeah. trailer, again, it just, I don't know. I, I feel don't, like dark, gritty, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's, it's, it felt gritty. It felt dark. It felt like, like, how many origin this isn't even an origin story but it still is it's nah, supposed to be like year two like, of batman yeah year two i think there's a hbo series coming out for batman where it's year one yeah I but it's it more on the gotham police yeah it's supposed to be the yeah gcpd but like which we had with uh the one on fox right i can't remember the name of it I didn't well that's what it was supposed to be yeah um gotham yeah, that's it. <laughs> but then, but then people were like, "What? Who the fuck wants to watch a show just about um, fucking what's his name and the GCPD?" So then they started including more Batman because originally it wasn't going to be about Batman at all. Like he wasn't yeah. even going to fucking make an appearance. Little like Bruce Wayne, twelve years old. Like, <laughs> yeah, and so it wasn't supposed to be about that at all. It was just supposed to be about uh, Gordon, Commissioner mm-hmm. Gordon, and his rise through the ranks of the GCPD. Yeah. And then they were like, uh, no one wants to watch that. So so yeah. then they came out with Gotham and now HBO's like, hey, hey, I got an idea. Let's <laughs> let's make a movie about the GCPD. I mean maybe HBO can do it better. We'll see. Maybe, but here's the thing. Like, cool, you get to watch a show about a department that gets that lets the city get so bad that you have to have a fucking Batman come and save you. Like yeah. it's gonna be like, hey, did you get that? Did you catch that one guy murdered on the people? Nope. nope. He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing we can do, boss. All right. I thought you had him in handcuffs. He was really yeah. good at getting out of him. I don't know. <laughs> he called himself the handcuff getter outer. I don't know. <laughs> He's wearing yeah. a weird mask. It's kind of freaking out. Like Later on, well, like, sure would be nice if we had some vigilante to help us out because <laughs> we certainly can't do shit. <laughs> we just need one guy in a really badass suit, with a yeah, near endless budget. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if if only we could have some wealthy, you know, businessman like pump m- millions of dollars into the city, or or we could have a vigilante. <laughs> oh my god! Good. <laughs> Where are they? that's what i didn't get like i like the nolan ones but he's supposed to be a detective and he'd always like 
his detecting was him beating the shit out of someone screaming, where are they? Yeah, <laughs> beating them up and then asking them questions. Like, like bro, I have no a concussion now. Like, I, I literally can't remember who I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who are you? What's where my you name? Look? Where are they? <laughs> Swear to me. <laughs> I did kind of like how Pattinson didn't go for the whole <laughs> voice. So. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. And I uh, guess he's uh, Riddler. He's going to be up against Riddler in that movie. That's so the that, tease. I yeah. don't know. Somebody was saying how the riddles in the trailer sounded more like jokes, so maybe it's Joker again. Which I don't know. We've had enough Joker. Yeah, we have. We've had more than enough Joker. We need a um, break from Joker. Uh, Catwoman's in there. Mm-hmm. Um, she's oh. beating, beating the hell out of somebody. Colin Farrell is in it. I think he's Penguin. Oh yeah, yeah. He's supposed to be Penguin, I think. There's like a good slew of bad guys, so that's why I was kind of nervous about it. Like, how are you gonna shoehorn six bad guys in a two-hour movie? Ugh. Yeah. So Paul Paul Dano, he is Riddler. Like, he's cast yeah. as Riddler. So yeah, I don't okay. know what people are gonna. Oh, it's more Joker. Well, Joker's yeah. not in this movie. So <laughs> I've been seeing rumbles. I'm just saying about Willem. Uh, Willem Dafoe playing Joker, but I was like, I don't know if that's just a fan's dream or he isn't it. So I don't know. How could he... William Dafoe was like almost sixty years old? Yeah, like prime Willem Dafoe would have made a good Joker. Yeah, but he's pretty old. Paul Dano is going to be the Riddler, and Paul Dano is like just so creepy. Yeah, he'd, he'd fit. <laughs> so he could like, play Joker. Uh, yeah, there will but... be blood. Like he was such a little scumbag in that movie too. Oh yeah. Uh, Zoe right. Kravitz, she's right. Catwoman. Uh, Andy Serkis, I love him being Alfred. That's going to be amazing. Yeah. He's <laughs> like crawling around on all fours. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's really blown up, hasn't he? He was fucking, you know, that one motion capture guy. Yeah. And, now, and now he's fucking directing movies and shit. Yeah, and he was a bad guy in, uh, what's it, Black Panther? Yeah. Yeah, he was in Black Panther, and he was he was in something else recently too. He's got good acting skills. I mean, is, like you can't just—you have to have good acting skills. Like you were playing a sentient ape in Planet yeah. of the Apes. Like, man, you gotta you gotta sell it, even though you're doing motion capture. It's still capturing him. Yeah, uh, what was or Gollum? Obviously, yeah. he was Claw. He was. He's done a lot of voice acting, um, yeah. but yeah, it's just it's so great that like he's just kind of exploded, you know. Right on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as for samurai movies, if you want to, <laughs> <laughs> there's one more I wanted to mention that wasn't Kurosawa. It was a Lone Wolf and Cub. Oh right, right, right. So that's directed by Kinji Masumi, but it's more of a. Like a the headsman for a clan gets mm-hmm. uh, framed for a crime and they pretty much exile him. So him, he turns into kind of like a Ronin warrior trying to clear his name, but he's just you know going place to place with his like infant son. Yeah. So it's like six movies. I got the Criterion collection of it. So there's like three DVDs or three Blu-rays with six movies, but they are like super. 
like this one. The first one was in 72. So you get that kind of 70s samurai vibe. It's pretty cool. Okay. Like he, uh, a lot of good samurai duels and such. Yeah. Like spraying blood. <laughs> right. And that's, you know, that's what we want. We want that, yeah. that fucking, yeah. Um, and then the other one that you were telling me about, uh, the Sword of Doom. Yeah, that one's pretty gnarly. Because that's not uh, an Akira Kurosawa movie. No, let me look up that one. Uh, I've saw, I have to rewatch <laughs> it again, because it was a while since I've seen it. I think it was supposed to be like the first of a trilogy, but it didn't end up being made. Mm. But and it's, it's got... Straight up bad guy. <laughs> like it's He's evil as shit. <laughs> it's got um, Toshiro Mifun in it. I'm, not, I'm probably see. butchering his name. Yeah, he's not the main guy in this one, though. The that one is Tetsuya Nakati. Yeah. President, and it's directed by Kay- Kayachi Okamoto. It's uh, mm-hmm. 66. But if you haven't seen that one, it's pretty freaking gnarly. Like, this guy's uh Like, he's like a... If Satan was a samurai, he's like the evil guy. Like, nobody can beat him. And he has yeah. his sword thirsts for souls. Like, it's super... Like, it's kind of dark for the era. <laughs> yeah. There's, yeah, and there was another one that just came out, um, within like recently, within like the past, I don't know, two or three years. <laughs> I just read a review. Sorry about that. I read no, it it's like on the the Letterboxd app I use for my movies. This guy's got a four star review and it says, "Yo, this movie has fucking ninjas in it." <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. It's old. I'll take it. <laughs> Uh, which one are you talking about? Oh, um, because that just reminded me of uh, it's Blade of the Immortal. Yeah, I don't think I've seen it, but I've heard about it. Yeah, I I think I have it on my watch list. I haven't watched it yet, but it looked like it was fucking really, really good. Um, yeah, it's a but it was, mic. it was uh, based on a manga. Hmm. And then, um, it's a basically an immortal samurai <laughs> who promises to help some uh, girl avenge her parents' death. Oh, yeah. And, and he, like, just, I guess, just cuts through, like, you know, hundreds of fucking people. <laughs> but it, I remember watching the trailer, and it was like just like a bloody gore-fest samurai movie. That's what you want, man. Yeah, I might have to watch that one. <clears throat> watch a... Uh... Sanjiro, speaking of like cultural impact, like you yeah. said, the the last duel where they had that fucking blood geyser. I was like, that was the moment. Like all these anime artists were like, yeah, that. that. <laughs> yeah, they're like, let's do that all the time. Just fucking over the top. It was like Tarantino. Like <laughs> that's where he got it for Kill Bill. Yeah. That's where everyone got it. <laughs> yeah. Watch the special features on it. It was pretty crazy. Like they had a. Hose rig in the guy's suit. And they weren't sure. Like He's like, no one did it before, so they had no idea how it would look. So, <laughs> Toshiro Mifun, he made a... Like, he came up with a sword technique that was going to get the other guy. That was a little different. So, like, they had a lady off the camera counting to whatever it was when they had to move. Because there's, like, a good 10 seconds, or it feels like forever where they're staring each other down. Yeah. And, when he like sweeps the sword into the dude, it's just like boosh. 
that they said the compressor they used for the blood was actually broke. And it shot more than they thought it was gonna, but they just rolled with it. Nice. So they only got that in one take. Nice. That's badass. And everybody that was watching, like, they had people from a village nearby watching because they're making a movie. They yeah. thought really got cut because the amount of blood. They're like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's like, that kind of hurt. <laughs> All that pressure just shot out from the hose that they had strapped on him. He's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty cool story. I thought, I mean, just you, there occasionally in those old movies, you can pick out a moment where you're like, yeah, people saw that and ran with it. That's definitely one of the biggest ones I've seen. <laughs> it's like blood geysers. What, where has that been? <laughs> it's like that guy had. Terrible high blood pressure. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm sorry. I was reading. Um, <clears throat> so, I was watching uh, Seven Samurai, and there's very, in the very beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. the, there's like the, the village, they're all crowded around and everything. And there's this bird that's like flying around and making these bird sounds, like the, you know, the, the chirps. And yeah. it sounded so much like the bird in Ghost of Tsushima when uh, yeah. the golden bird. And I was like, I wonder if they just borrowed from the that idea. movie. Yeah. Oh, I think the Ghost of Tsushima, that whole game was just an ode to old Kurosawa movies. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm I mean, that's why they have to do it again in the Kurosawa mode. Yeah, I was going to say, that's why they have that mode is yeah. as a homage to. You know, Akira Kurosawa. Yeah, I didn't know that I'd have to rewatch Seven Samurai, but it wouldn't surprise me if they just lifted the audio from the bird. Yeah. Uh, yeah, go ahead and when you do it, yeah, let me know, because I, I was listening to it, I'm like, I'm pretty sure that, yeah. <laughs> That's, that is it. <laughs> yeah, like, that's gotta be. Yeah, the game's super fun. Like, I just started Chapter 3 last night, so. Yeah. I, I'm still on uh, Chapter 2, like, I w- I've had, I don't know, like, I've I've had the time, but um, it's just so hard to focus and concentrate yeah. on on anything for a, a long period of time. So, like, I can play it for, like, maybe 20 or 30 minutes, and then I'm just like, I, I get exhausted. <laughs> because of this fucking, this COVID, it's so, it yeah, fucks it with your head, man. Yeah. Well, I think I powered through a Act two's end of story. Like I did all the side quests and then I dove into the actual act two story. I think I did most of it in two days. Mm-hmm. Just because I was like, you'd finish one mission. You're like, ah, shit, I got to find out what happens. <laughs> yeah. It gets pretty gnarly. Yeah. I'm, I think I'm just running around doing the side quests on the second, the second chapter right now. Yeah. That's what I did. I was like, that's what I did in the first island. Like I got near the end of the story, so I did all the character side quests and ran into, tried to find all the fox dens and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, I did cool that game. too. Yeah, but uh, I don't, I don't think I got anything else. We've been at it for like an hour and a half now. Yeah, it's it's a good long pod. Yeah, <laughs> good long, good long podcast. So go watch some samurai movies and listen to some metal. Yeah. And stay healthy. Wash your hands, wear a mask. <laughs> and, like, yeah, do what you can. Yeah. 
All right. But I, yeah. That's about yeah. it. Good pod. All right, high, guys. High five, bro. High five. And thanks, Craig, for not leaving us. <laughs> he almost did. Yeah. Are you there? But, like, yeah, um, I'm here, mother. Yeah, we're still here, bro. But uh, yeah, so I guess until next time, stay metal. Yeah, do that. Yeah, do that. <laughs> Go. Get a credit card that gives you what you need now. A low interest rate on everyday purchases and a place to transfer high interest rate balances. The PenFed Gold Contactless Card is our lowest interest rate credit card. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Join PenFed and together we can help you keep more of what's yours. Visit PenFed.org slash gold card. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com.